MSW Media. News with swearing. Daily beans, daily beans. Daily beans, daily beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Monday, August 26, 2019. Today, the Dem field narrows. The Department of Justice and white supremacy seems more deliberate. The worst approval rating ever, a modern nuclear arms race, guns and yoga, and a new Republican presidential contender. I'm your host, AG, and with me today is Julissa Johnson. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good, good. Just busy working on the Racial Model Show and other pods. Just trying to keep up with everything. It's a lot. A lot of news. Yeah, there is a lot of news. It comes at us pretty quick, too. Mm-hmm. Enough to fill 10 podcasts. So Definitely. Uh, Jordan's not here today. Jordan's under the weather. Her voice is gone. So even if she felt like it, she couldn't talk. And, uh, you know, she's just grinding away doing the comedy. And I think she lost her voice. I've done it a million times. So I totally feel that. We wish her the best and hope she will be back tomorrow. So uh, let's see. Um, we've got a lot of news to get to. So we might as well just hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right, so the third debate for Democrats is coming up in September, and it appears that the field has narrowed. Uh, and uh, Michael Bennett, who who slammed the, the DNC for how it has the debates set up, is one of the people who didn't meet the criteria to get on the third debate stage. He accuses the DNC of allowing celebrity candidates to buy their way onto the debate stage and forcing other candidates to spend millions of dollars on Facebook, the same platform, he says, that allowed the Russians to interfere in our 2016 elections. Some candidates have dropped out, as we know, including this uh, recently, Inslee, who uh, is going, has decided to run for a third term as the governor of Washington. Uh, Swalwell dropped out a while back. I think he was the first to drop out. And then Hickenlooper uh, now has his eyes on a Senate seat in Colorado. Funny part about that, his wife has already donated to uh, her max amount to another candidate. <laughs> um, I think she didn't realize that um, he might actually come and run for Senate in Colorado. So Hickenlooper is running for that seat. Uh, and it's a it's a, a good chance, too, because Colorado is turning purple and that guy is no, no one likes that guy. So nice. The Republican that's running. Um, and so well, we'll see. We'll see how he does. But those who have qualified for the third round are Sanders, Castro, Yang, uh, Beto, Elizabeth Warren, Biden, Kamala Harris, Buttigieg, Klobuchar and Booker. So the middle of this week is the deadline to qualify. Um, so the people who haven't qualified yet are Gabbard, Tulsi Gabbard, Tom Steyer, who's new to the race. Uh, you have to poll above 2%. He's got the money, but he could poll above 2%. Gillibrand, Moulton, Delaney, uh, Ryan, Bennett, de Blasio, Bullock, and Marianne Williamson. They have yet to qualify. Uh, they have a chance to qualify for the fourth round because it's the same um, – uh, criteria to get in is the third round, so they have a little more time, but they only have until the middle of this week to to qualify for the third round. I and the, so there's ten people. I they might maybe we'll get eleven, but I I wish they would break this up into two nights, like to have ten people on the stage again at the same time. It's a lot, yeah, yeah, and nobody gets a chance to talk about their points or their talking points because you know as Democrats we don't run on bumper sticker sound bites. We have really complex plans and issues like healthcare and. Uh, college education and so and and I just don't think that 40 seconds is enough time to get out what you have to say about these things not enough for that for other things sure yeah so we like if you want to talk about criminal justice reform you have 30 seconds go it's like it seems impossible to do I wish they would break it up but uh, 
So I, I agree with um, Bennett on the DNC handling it that way. I think that that's pretty stupid. But uh. <laughs> I feel like years from now, we'll just evolve the debates into like a competition. You got to juggle while also telling us your plan for health care within 30 seconds. Yeah, It'll totally, be a whole thing. Yeah. Totally. Full on circus. Ow, my balls. Yes, on Trump TV. Yeah, and 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 I we've talked about this too. We thought that the 2016 election should be just a dance off. I thought that would be interesting, or at least if there was a tie, mm-hmm. they should have to do a dance off. Totally, dance, dance for your life. Remember that? Oh yeah. Um, not dancing with the stars, but what was the other one? So you think you can dance? I used to watch that one. Uh, so remember our story this week about the daily briefing that the Department of Justice sent to the immigration officials and judges that included a link to the white nationalist website VDare. And there was a post that it was linked to that called the judges uh, crytarks. Um, and they've said we were part of a crytarchy, which is an old anti-Semitic trope. Um, and, and we wondered, you you had said, is this maybe this is a one-time mistake, you know, and you were giving them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but it appears, though, that uh, this has happened on multiple occasions because uh, apparently a BuzzFeed investigation found the same arm of the Justice Department, which is the Executive Office for Immigration Review, or EOIR, EOIR, uh, not only sent that most recent link we talked about last week, but they've sent links to articles from VDARE and other white nationalist and conspiracy theorist websites on multiple occasions over the past two years, including having sent similar newsletters to the Labor Department, ICE, HUD, and the DHS from uh, bipartisan and conspiracy-oriented publishers. So the contractor, remember how they blamed the contractor uh, for this? Um, the contractor that sends these bulletins is based in Florida, uh, so I'm sure you're not shocked there. Uh, and they have included their briefings, uh, br- they've included in their briefings articles from the anti-Semitic site VDARE, the Western Journal, whose founder was a birther, uh, and the Epic Times, Epoch, Epoch Times, a newspaper associated with the Chinese um, Fluen Gong movement, uh, who, who backs QAnon and preaches deep state conspiracies. Um, so the investigation found seven instances of VDARE articles being shared since the Florida contractor began its work. EOIR has responded, saying they will no longer be distributing a daily news brief to the staff and strongly condemns anti-Semitism and white nationalism. And they also said they would not be renewing their contract with the Florida firm. Uh, one of the articles said that they sent referred to McAleenan as a ladyboy DACA deep state operative and called Kirsten Nielsen a tranny. So we have a lot of uh, anti-trans sentiment going on there. And some other stories referenced an invasion at the border and a border asylum crisis railing on current asylum laws and the deep state, you know, wanting open borders. So Department of Justice defended its, itself, saying that the contractor used artificial intelligence to compile these new le- newsletters. And that's, I think, what you were getting at the other day. Uh, and that's how they were explaining that the, how these stories got through. Is like another yeah. person sitting picking these stories? At least this is what the Department of Justice's excuse is, is that it's an AI program that picks what it thinks are relevant stories and sends them out. Got it. Got it. Yeah. The benefit of the doubt. Yeah. (laughs) I'm starting to give less of that these days. (laughs) So just another example. But it's still I mean, it still could just be totally an AI situation. Uh, It is an actual contractor. Uh, It's not specifically the government agency, Department of Justice or this particular uh, EOR agency. It it is a a subcontractor that was hired and it is a Florida subcontractor. So we know what happens in Florida. I love you, Florida, by the way. Um, No offense to anybody in Florida. Just weird stuff happens in your state. You have to admit that, you know. Uh, We also found out Sunday morning that Russia has launched two nuclear-capable missiles from submarines. Uh, Saturday morning, one from the North Pole and one about 1,000 miles south but still in the Arctic Circle. 
Uh, the launches have been going back and forth between Russia and the U.S. since Trump tore up Reagan and Gorbachev's INF treaty recently. Uh, and it appears as though we're now in like a modern day arms race. Uh, and with Russia having stolen our elections and poised to do the same in 2020, along with its infiltration of our free market with leverage over tens of thousands of American jobs, thanks to Moscow Mitch lifting sanctions on Deripaska to build an aluminum plant in Kentucky. I don't feel like we have a real strong position against Russia anymore in this race. And so I don't understand why he backed out of the INF treaty. Uh, unless it was in cooperation with Putin himself. So mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think about that? I'm, I'm a I totally out. agree. Yeah. Uh, anyway, guys, that's it. We'll be right back with more headlines. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, guys, it's AG. And besides comedy and politics, my favorite thing is sleeping. And it's so important to me I get a good night's rest because no matter what's going on in the world, a good night's sleep keeps me centered and focused. And the number one thing that was preventing me from sleeping well was a mattress that didn't meet my needs. And then I got my Helix mattress and all that changed. See, Helix has a sleep quiz that assesses your lifestyle and sleep habits and and you and it, it helps you find the exact right mattress that checks all the box, all the boxes for your needs. And uh, Helix Sleep was awarded the number one best overall mattress of 2019 by GQ magazine and Wired magazine. And you can just go to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans to take their two-minute sleep quiz. And they'll match you to a customized mattress that I promise you it will deliver the best sleep of your life. And I'm so I'm like a side sleeper and I tend to sleep hot. And my old mattress didn't address those issues for me. But the sleep quiz from Helix helped me find the perfect mattress so I didn't have to compromise on my needs. And guys, they have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, uh, but you will. And they're offering up to $125 off all mattress orders for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash dailybeans. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash dailybeans for up to $125 off. Hey guys, welcome back. So this is fun. Uh, Tommy Laren released her new line of yoga and workout clothes. Mm. Uh, yes, they're red, white, and blue with stars and stripes and some camo. Uh, totally ugly. Her line is called Freedom. Uh, and get this, the Alexo Athletica company producing her line is most known for sewing gun holsters into their yoga pants, calling it carry wear, like open carry or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all the photos are like a models with like wearing yoga pants with guns in the waist mm-hmm. and or in the back or like tactical straps for weapons and mace. Like yeah, for, you know, namaste purposes. Right. Peace. Mm-hmm. Peace, man. Peace. This is what happens at yoga. Uh, Tommy's line does not have holsters sewn in, but she says, quote, there are a lot of young girls out there who don't feel like they have a brand that represents them, their freedom and their rights. The line is more than a pair of leggings or a sports bra, unquote. Uh, No, it isn't. Uh, But I think it's important to note here that according to Amazon, uh, Alexo Athletica products are 95 percent polyester, 5 percent rayon and made in, you guessed it, China. So, yeah. So, you know. If they're not representing your needs. It's very ironic. And you want that. Those poor kids in China making good, those. And you want the good American feel of uh, of uh, freedom. Yeah. You know what real freedom is? Nudity. Why don't you just promote that? Okay. If you want to talk about freedom, just free the nothing. nip. Yeah. Free the nip. Free it all. Yeah. But where do you strap your gun? Mm, well, I guess nature's pocket is the only way to go there. Nature's pocket. <laughs> I suppose so. That's what God intended. I think I just, <laughs> God, country, nature's pocket. <laughs> That's what we're all here for. I just love that they're made in China. I mean, I don't love it, but. Is, I, yeah, isn't everything by now? I'm starting to think that America first is, is 
not all that accurate. No, and I'm wondering if she's getting a break on tariffs like Ivanka does. Oh, that too. <laughs> yeah, there's layers to this. Leggings are barely clothes anyways, you know? like They, they are. I wear them everywhere. Uh, and I don't feel like my rights are being trampled on mm-hmm. uh, when I go to yoga. Yeah, yeah. Good point. It's just, I can't imagine going to yoga with a gun. I wouldn't feel very safe seeing someone do the downward dog with their gun pointing right in my face. I'd imagine when you bend over, you got a little angle there and... Yeah, it's yeah point- you're pointing it's- it at the person behind you. I don't know really how yeah, physics or it's, works. It's pointed but- right at nature's pocket. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem safe. No, yeah, it doesn't. Doesn't seem safe at all. <laughs> <laughs> safe for guns, maybe. Safe space for guns. That is it. That's and what they're aiming for. Yeah, you don't want your yoga class to be a soft target. That's for sure. <laughs> Uh, Also this week, Trump's approval ratings dropped to the lowest they've been since January to 36 percent. You guys, the Associated Press poll shows that 62, that's an all time high of Americans disapprove of how Trump is handling his president job, which is what I like to call it. A shocking 51 percent disapprove of his handling of the economy, indicating the public is largely divided. But independents are evenly split on this issue, which is interesting because independents usually match the Dems polling on the economy. But they break 44 to 47 against Trump, 47 against Trump. And his overall job approval ratings have never slid below 32, but they've never exceeded 42. And according to Associated Press uh, reporters, no president has ever been confined to such a narrow range of polling outcomes Hmm. uh, for their approval rating. So break that down for me. What's the takeaway from this? Uh, The takeaway is that his base is loyal and it's small but loyal. I okay, think is what it means. Okay, because he's always between thirty-two and forty-two, which sucks. Yeah, but he, but it's a, it's the smallest range in mm-hmm. the history of presidents. Very concentrated evil there. Yeah, because yeah. like some presidents have had, like I think Obama got up to the sixties, but then down in the in the high thirties at one point, and and it's kind of independents sort of tended to pull with Democrats on mm-hmm. at least the economy part of that. But this is just he's got this group of people who support him, and there's a, but there is a margin of error, or not a margin of error, but there is there are some people who will. If the economy sucks, not support him anymore. And that, right. that accounts for that little bit of a change in his approval and disapproval ratings. But mm-hmm. it tends to stay pretty consistently shitty. Yeah. So Election Day is really like Independence Day. It comes <laughs> down to them, man, because these, these, the space isn't budging. No, I don't think that they are. And and like I said, it's only a tiny little tiny bit. A little so sliver. It's, a little racist sliver. <laughs> right. It's a little strange. <laughs> uh, also this week, Trump is at the uh, G7 summit, right? And he made it weird before he left by saying, I mean, aside from the whole Greenland thing, <laughs> he made it weird uh, saying he wants Russia back in um, uh, to the G7, making it the G8 again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and, and blaming Obama for Russia backing out of the of the G8. Which that that's not none of that happened. Um, but Macron made it weird, too, by inviting Iran's foreign minister, basically pulling off an end run around Trump because Macron has been trying to get Trump to soften his stance on Iran. Uh, and Trump has pushed back on that in several tweets saying, you know, only the United States speaks for the United States. And uh, we know, as we know, Trump pulled out of the Iran nuclear agreement, even though it was working uh, by his own admission. And uh, Iran has responded by attacking and detaining oil tankers and stuff in the Strait of Hormuz. You know, we've been watching that pretty closely. And aside from that, uh, Trump, uh, the G7 is just weird. Uh, It's uncomfortable. Um, Trump is making it weird. And uh, he sort of admitted uh, at the G7 recently that he he regrets his trade war with China. Hmm. Um, So that's interesting. But he's doing this petulant arm folding thing like he did the last time, you know, just and falling asleep during some of the dinners. Uh, he's he's just so embarrassing. I don't know. I, uh, I don't like to have him in these events on the world stage on our behalf. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. At the to the pile of things I wish Trump wasn't doing, representing <laughs> us. Sure, yeah, that is a pretty big one. But specifically in these events, I feel your pain. <sighs> it's like almost the least of our worries, right? But it's also the news this week. Yeah, and and you're right. It's I guess it could be worse, but uh, it is worse. It's all things at once. It yeah, <laughs> and but just his. I just wish he wasn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. It's as simple as I just wish he wasn't. <laughs> I know, uh, unfortunately, but you know, I guess it is as simple as voting. And so we can all do that, right? Mm-hmm. So if you, you should check your registration too. Check your registration 120 days out, 90 days out, 60 days out, and 30 days out. Make sure you're still registered because a lot of times we get purged from the polls for whatever reason. There's a lot of efforts in a lot of different states to, uh, you know, voter suppression efforts where they purge the rules. If you haven't, if your signature doesn't match or if you've been on there and you haven't voted in a year or something like that, they'll just automatically purge you off the voter rolls. And then when you show up, you have to get a provisional ballot. And we never know if those are counted right because a lot of you know places don't have handmarked paper ballots. Um, so definitely stay on top of your voter registration status. Make sure you register five other friends to vote. And uh, we got to get out there and do it because this it seems, you know, and, and we've been saying this, you know, we are the Mullers we've been waiting for. We have to vote this guy out of office. So, guys, we'll be right back after this quick message with hashtag. If you're looking for a podcast to make you forget everything else and laugh out loud, then you need to check out Dumb People Town. I'm so serious right now. Look, the world is getting dumber. We know it. So every week, this show celebrates and revels in dumb people around the world doing the dumbest things you can imagine. And plenty of things uh, even the imagination cannot create. This week on Dumb People Town, the Sklar Brothers with Daniel Van Kirk welcome John Lovett from Pod Save America and Love It or Leave It to celebrate more dumb people doing dumb things, like building a bomb for a prank, a woman who gets arrested for having a dangerous pool party, and more. So listen to Dumb People Town from Starburns Audio wherever you get your podcasts, with guests like Patton Oswalt, Maria Bamford, John Hamm, Ting Nataro, and Keegan-Michael Key. You will not want to miss a single dumb moment. Subscribe to Dumb People Town wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Tuesday and Friday. All right, welcome back. Let's get social. Hashtag. All right, today's hashtag is, uh, and I'm not suggesting that you put this out on social media. I'm just telling you that it's trending, uh, is Walsh 2020. It's trending this weekend because uh, former Illinois Congressman Joe Walsh announced uh, on ABC that he will challenge Trump for the Republican nomination in 2020. Walsh was elected to Congress during the Tea Party movement and is also a giant asshole. Um, sure, we've been confused lately from him because about him because what, we've been agreeing with his tweets, but that does not erase his history uh, as a total dickwad. He's a birther. Um, he uh, during the Obama um, the 2012 election he <clears throat> accused Obama of hating Israel. In 2011, he suggested uh, Barack Obama was only elected because he was a black man who was articulate. And then he once kicked, uh, was kicked off the air for using racial slurs when discussing, discussing the Washington Redskins. Um, he said in 2016, if Clinton was elected, he was grabbing his musket and called others to do the same. Do you remember those when he was like trying to incite violence if Clinton was elected? I didn't know. No. Oh, yeah. He, he must have said, I'm going to grab my musket like 100 times. Wow. And then uh, Bill, uh, Bill, there's other contenders, though. He's not the first guy to challenge Trump. We know we talked to Richard Painter at our, our live show uh, in Minneapolis because Bill Weld, the former Massachusetts governor, announced in April that he's running against Trump. And I guess there's former rep Mark Sanford said in July he's considering challenging Trump in 2020 as well. <laughs> I don't think any of them have a shot because 88 percent of Republicans support Trump. 
Yeah, but it will be kind of funny to see which guy is like, they'll be competing to see who's the least racist, you know? It'll, that'll be really entertaining. <laughs> who's the least racist? Yeah, yeah, like a TV show, Are You a Racist? <laughs> it's like, oh shit, you all are. Everybody wins the or racist loses. apprentice. Definitely. Yeah, and, and it, it'll be interesting too because I think there'll be debates, mm-hmm. right? If they That's the idea, him. right? Yeah, yeah. And so, yes, I will watch those debates. I if Trump even participates in them. Remember last time he didn't even participate in the Republican debate? I can see him opting out just like he opts out of daily briefings and like press conferences, things that, you know, normally a president would just do. Yeah, and he's a chicken <laughs> shit. And, yeah. and I think he knows as much as I hate Joe Walsh, anyone can really just tear this guy apart. Totally. In a debate. But um, good. I, I like the whole my enemy's enemy or something like that makes us friends. That whole thing. Because, like you said, Walsh is a piece of shit. But in this case, he's helping us defeat Trump by splitting up the base or at least causing this, like, infighting that we need. I wish Trump just wasn't someone we had to fight. I wish none of this was necessary. But, hey, the more the merrier. He joined the resistance. Welcome. Yeah. Split the Republican Party. You might get you might not get more Democrat voters, but no. you certainly get what people who would, were going to vote for Trump stay home. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm hoping for. People Absolutely. who like really wanted Joe Walsh and people who really want Bill Weld. Yeah. Joe Walsh. Those, bust. Yeah. <laughs> those guys. And then and then they'll they'll go and then they'll find out Trump is the nominee and they just will decide to sit it out. I hope so. That's kind of what I'm. That's hoping the best to. we can hope for with this scenario don't tell them yeah they're probably not that's listening what we want yeah oh i know they're not listening <laughs> that's fine i'm not worried about that but don't tell them our secret ways uh yeah 88 percent of republicans support trump so but that's it's very strange it's always between me. that that little narrow because his polls came out that between that 32 and 42 how does that yeah how does um, how does 88 percent support him but 30 percent there's just not near there's not a lot of registered republicans anymore oh i guess oh that's what it is yeah okay Thirty so percent of registered Republicans registered Republicans are Trump supporters. Eighty-eight percent of registered Republicans are Trump supporters. Thirty-two oh. percent of, uh, of people approve of the job he's doing. Okay, but he's got wow. a large chunk of Republicans. That, that makes me very him. sad because for the last two years I've been telling myself it's okay. Only thirty percent of Republicans are for this guy, but no, that's thirty percent of everyone. It's yeah. like eighty-eight percent of Republicans. That's crazy. It's the yeah. that's insane. Yeah, he's got a very very uh, loyal base. Um, so. Oh. But it's a small base, so I think we can easily defeat him. Uh, not, I don't want to say easily. I think if if all things were fair mm-hmm. and everyone who wanted to vote got to vote, and there weren't there was no voter suppression, and uh, there wasn't Russian interference, and there wasn't like these dumb wedge issues that people try to drive him to, I think we would have an easy time of it. But we have a lot. We have a huge uphill battle. We have to come out. Everyone, every single person you know has to come out and vote. So. And uh, let's see, finally, Tennessee Republican David Byrd, who was accused of sexual misconduct by three women who were underage at the time when he was a girls basketball coach, has announced he will not be seeking reelection in 2020. I don't even know how he was elected in the Mm -hmm. first place. Uh, Two Democrats, Frankie Floyd and Justin Warrant, have announced that they plan to run for a Boyd seat in District 71. But I was reading these stories uh, and these uh, allegations from these women who were at the time his you know they were his coach they're awful mm-hmm. they're horrible like they're like one girl like uh, hurt her ankle and he carried her down to the basement and put her like made her take her clothes off to sit in an ice tub because her ankle was messed up that's insane and um they're just just these hor- awful stories and, yeah and he this, definitely needs to go yeah and this what about these office. what about these guys that are replacing him is warrant if, if you listen to them are they good uh the two republicans i don't know much about or okay. the two democrats excuse me oh There's, democrats yeah probably better than 
Yeah, I don't know the Republican that's going to run. This obviously, because there's no incumbent, makes the seat more vulnerable. And so the Democrats have a better chance. Okay. But it's Frankie Floyd and Justin Warrant. I don't know. uh, I haven't really looked into them. That's okay. It's fresh. I just think it'd be really funny if Warren's campaign slogan is come back with a Warrant or something like that. Wait, Warren? Who's Warren? Warrant. Is that not their name? One Uh, of their last names? Oh, Warrant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come Come back back with with a Warrant. It's, you know, it's a work in progress, but he can have that for no, free. No, I like it. I like it. Warrant. Forced. I'm coming in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. We'll, we'll think about that. We'll come back to that There's one. There's a good campaign slogan in <laughs> Something there somewhere. there. I really like that. I really like that. Uh, all right, guys. That's our show uh, for this Monday, August 26th. Um, we are going to be in San Francisco this weekend. So look for that. Uh, we're going to be traveling I believe on um, Thursday, so there isn't going to be a Daily Beans uh, this Friday, but and we will be back up after Labor Day weekend. So we're going to take uh, the long weekend. If you're in San Francisco, please come and see us, but just wanted to let you know, I mean, we'll do our best to get something out to you to say hi, but uh, the Daily Beans is going to be off Friday and Monday. So anything that you need, though, you just email us, hit us up. Um, become a patron, send us a message, whatever you need to do. Follow us on Twitter at Daily Beans Pod. Um, we really are, we're pretty interactive there and we'll respond to you. So uh, that's really the show today. Do you have any final thoughts before we head out? No, just excited to see you guys this weekend. It's going to be so much fun. I can't, I can't express like the best part of my life is going to these live events. Absolutely. And hanging out with our, with our patrons and our fans because seriously, best group of people in the world. And every time, you know, every venue we go to, uh, the venue is always like, that was the most polite, awesomest crowd we've ever had in this venue. And we do big venues like mm-hmm. uh, Bell House and um, the Miracle Theater and the Independent in San Francisco. We always get like the best feedback from from uh, from our group. So definitely. Yeah, I would encourage you if you if you are feeling a little lonely and left out there, if you're out there in Trump land listening Join um, join our, our Patreon group, whether you're talking to us on the Patreon page or on Facebook in our closed group. We have thousands of, you know, really like-minded people who are very supportive. And the networking is amazing. And, and like, what was it? We all, all together, we know everything. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's just awesome. Everyone's got great skills. And we always share a, a bunch of, we have a lot of creators, you know. They'll make shirts and stuff. And Definitely. Send them to folks. And it's just really, really great. And it's really gotten me through a lot of uh, seemingly dark times. So definitely check it out. And please, guys, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. I've been AG. I've been Jaleesa Johnson. And them's The Beans. The Daily Beans is produced by AG, featuring Jaleesa Johnson and Jordan Coburn, and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazell and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager is Sarah Lee Steiner, and our merchandising manager is Sarah Hirschberg of Valencia. Fact-checking and research by A.G., Jaleesa Johnson, and Jordan Coburn, with executive assistance by Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is dailybeanspod.com. <laughs>